Hey, Coach. Hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. Um, wanted to ask you about DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, his, his numbers speak for himself, and as does his performance throughout his career. Just a new team for DeAndre. Seems like the you know the, the same receiver we saw with the Texans. Just what have you seen this year with him in the Cardinals? Um, yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, hope you had a good holiday as well. Um, yeah, DeAndre is, uh, again, uh, one of the top you know, one of the top receivers uh, in the league. He's had tremendous production since he's come into the league. Um, you know, really, really right there with Julio Jones. Like those two guys have been um, extremely, extremely productive. Um, you know, Hopkins has great hands. He has tremendous ball skills and, uh, you know, good length. And so, he, you know, he has the ability to, to catch almost everything that's around him, even when he's covered. Um, and, you know, he's a very savvy route runner. Uh, he's smart and very instinctive. And uh, looks like he has uh, some freedom in, in his route running, and he does a good job of uh, using the space that he has to get open, uh, to use his body, to use the leverage, to use the, the uh, displacement of the defense to uh, get to those um, open spots or those spots where there are fewer defenders. And, and uh, Murray does a good job of you know, reading that and getting the ball to him. So um, he's, he's had a, a tremendous career and shows no signs of slowing down or being any less productive than what we saw from him in Houston. Our next question, Chris Ryan. I encourage anyone else to raise your hand if you have a question for Coach. Warner Bill, hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Um, wanted to ask you a little bit about Cam's game management over the last four games, only one turnover during that time period. What has been your assessment of the way that he has handled the offense to, to your liking? Uh, yeah, thank you. Hope, hope you had a you know, good holiday as well. Um, yeah, Cam's done, a, he's taken a lot of um, uh, personal responsibility and pride in and the ball security over the last month of the season. Not that he didn't earlier, but just even taking it to a higher level. And he's done a, you know, a great job protecting the ball, you know, last week, um, you know, to have the yardage throwing that he had and really, um, you know, not, not have dangerous throws or, or contested throws were um, is a real uh, testament to his ability to read the defense and, you know, get the ball to the receivers that, that are, that are open. Um, so not only to protect the ball, but also to, you know, have a lot of production in the passing game. So he does a good job. He really does a good job of seeing the receivers and seeing the field down, uh, keeping his eyes downfield and, you know, being able to, to hit those guys. So um, he's, he's done an excellent job of that. And as is our entire offense, they've, they've really, the backs have done an excellent job. And, you know, the, the linemen have, uh, you know, protected in a way that there aren't a lot of, um, you know, free runners on the quarterback that our blitz pickups have been pretty good and the quarterback's had a chance to for the most part step up and you know have a have an opportunity to clean opportunity to deliver the ball what is your messaging to you know a quarterback or a player in general about managing risk and kind of the risk reward scenario of trying to you know, make big plays what is it that you try to instill in in players in, in general in regards to um weighing risk versus uh being cautious yeah uh that, that's a great question um and there's certainly a line there and there's a little degree of gray area um you know that if you're so conservative you don't make any plays and if you're
take all the risk, then eventually you're gonna, you know, pay the price. Um, so yeah, it's, it's that, that gray area decision-making and, uh, and there's times when you, you know, need to take it. And there's other times when you certainly don't want to take it and really don't even want to give it too long of a look. So, um, I think as you just, we continue to go through, um, our, you know, repetitions on offense, um, specifically in the passing game for the quarterbacks and receivers that, you know, the better our execution is and the better decision-making is. Um, so that's uh, something that we'll continue to work on, but, um, you know, we've certainly seen a variety of coverages and, and looks that have been challenging from various coordinators and zones, blitz zones, pressures, man pressures, um, you know, some three man rush and some five, six, seven man rushes as well. So it's really, you know, discipline for the, the quarterback of, you know, working his progression, read through keys and discipline with the receivers to uh, run good routes, run properly, um, you know, attack leverage, not get undercut, uh, things like that. I mean, cause there's, we all know that bad routes can, can lead to turnovers quicker than anything. Um, so it's the, the coordination and consistency of the passing game from the thrower to the catcher. And, and of course the protection is a big part of that too. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Mike Reese, followed by Andrew Callahan. Hey Bill, I, I might've missed it at the start. Uh, if I did, I can just go back and listen, but what was yesterday like in terms of like practice uh, inside or outside? Uh, what did you do and how did it sort of differ maybe from a regular Thursday, given that it was a holiday and maybe you're juggling some things around? Uh, yeah, Mike, it was a, a pretty normal Thursday for us. We moved things up a little bit. Uh, we got a little bit ahead on some things on Wednesday uh, afternoon and then moved Thursday up a little bit and had you know pretty much of a normal Thursday. Uh, we trimmed a little bit of the fat uh, off of practice to... Uh, you know, finish a little bit earlier and then, you know, today will be a little bit of a longer catch up day on Friday than a normal Friday. But, uh, so, you know, kind of a combination of things there, but uh, for the most part, it was a, you know, pretty normal Thursday with things moved up a little bit. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Matt Latour. Hey, good morning, Bill. Hey, Andrew. Uh, I had a roster building question for you uh, and understanding value you know with any player instance comes from obviously how well they can succeed in their ability how have you seen over the last 10 years the rookie wage scale and specifically probably for quarterbacks change how you see teams that can build differently now you know obviously for example Arizona coming up two years ago verifiably the worst team in the league now with Tyler who you know being a good player helps them allows them to build around him two years later you know, now pushing for the postseason, and even the Rams coming up, who obviously you saw in the Super Bowl after Jared Goff goes number one. You know, it's, uh, you know, it's a, a great question, and it's certainly changed the roster building a lot. Um, you know, teams that have had uh, young quarterbacks that have been productive um, have been able to, you know, take those resources and, and put those into um, other positions on the team, and then you know, once the quarterbacks hit their, um, let's call it close to their market value type contracts, then, uh, then that, you know, that process shifts a little bit. So, um, in some way, whether you, whether it's cap borrowing or, 
just you know less less spending on other positions because you've reallocated to the quarterback. But that that quarterback number is generally such a you know a high number, um, or if it's a low number, it, it creates quite a bit of um, extra spending dollars that uh, it's it's an important component to the roster building strategy that you you just referred to. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's exactly what it's done, and it's it's reallocated and given the the money to more established players. Um, because uh, just exactly what you mentioned, when when the rookies, regardless of what position it was, but especially the quarterbacks, were you know were essentially taking the same contracts that veteran quarterbacks were taking, uh, that that limited the ability of you know a team to draft a quarterback high and still maintain the the opportunity to improve other areas of your team, you know, while that player is, is under a lower, uh, it's under a lower contract. So it's definitely changed the roster building, um, you know, the, that component of it. And, you know, I mean, the key, the key obviously is to have a good player. Um, so, you know, there are some teams that have, you know, gone to free agency and, and you know, put that money, invested that money into free agent. Let's call it more proven players, more proven, um, uh, a more proven level of performance, um, as opposed to the rookies that are less expensive. But you know, with the key being to you know have a, a productive player at the quarterback's position. I think that's you know, that that's the goal uh, for every team. And however that happens, then you you work around it if it's a young player it gives you more cap flexibility if it's a player that's you know in a full value contract then you know you, you don't have that flexibility with that player unless you know unless you were to cap borrow but that's only a temporary solution next question Matt Batour followed by Bob Sosi hey Bill just checking on Sonny Michelle uh you said earlier in the week that you had him active you had to activate him last week to avoid running out the clock is this from what you've seen from him this week, does it look like he's uh, he'd be ready to, to contribute for you guys? Yes, yes, he's had he's had a couple of good weeks. Yeah, I think he'll I think he'll be ready to go. Thanks. You're welcome. Next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Phil Perry. Thanks, Stacy. Good morning, Bill. Hi, Bob. Got a bit of an off the wall or out of left field question here. I was looking at their backup quarterback situation, and since Strebler is a rookie in the NFL, and there was no preseason this year, uh, and his prior pro experience was in the Canadian League, I was curious how extensively teams or you regularly scout the Canadian League, and in a case like this where you're trying to cover every detail uh, in anticipation that he may play, uh, where do you go? Do you have access to? As, as much CFL video as you like, if you want to break down you know, what he's done on the professional level from a passing standpoint. Right. Yeah, uh, Bob. It's a really, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good observation on your part. That's exactly uh, what we have to do. There's, 
um, you know, very, very, very small sample size uh, of him in the National Football League, but there's plenty in Canada. Uh, it's a different game. It's, you know, interesting to watch watch them play. Um, in some respects, it's kind of like basketball with everybody running and, you know, going towards the line of scrimmage and crisscrossing and all that. It's almost like a hockey rush sometimes. But um, but still, it's, you know, football, football, um to a point and so uh, that's where you see him play you can see his you know his athleticism his size um, and and so forth so that's that's our only chance to see him it's in a uh, when I say a different offense I don't think that's really a, doing it justice it's it's quite different but uh, in terms of evaluating him as an athlete and you know his throw mechanics and uh, skill level passing the ball and so forth that that's where you have to you know where you have to find it from and as a follow-up, a guy like him is uh, lined up periodically on special teams. Um, do you have to, in a case with, with certain guys like that, uh, in Hill and New Orleans, uh, be especially aware of the potential for a fake, even if you haven't seen it thus far on tape from them? Uh, yeah, I think it's, it's just a general awareness, um, you know, that you have to have with um, – you know, players that have those multiple skills, maybe it's a receiver that played quarterback or, uh, you know, in this place, a case of quarterback that plays another position. And these type players have been in the league for, you know, a long time, whether it's, uh, you know, like Ray Lucas, uh, who was a quarterback that did other things, or Hill, as you mentioned, or a, a quarterback like a Randall L uh, that's gone to be a receiver. Uh, so... You have to, you know, or Edelman, guys like that. You have to, you know, respect their ability to, to do other things. And, you know, not that every play is going to be that, but somewhere along the line you could get a, you know, a trick play that involves um, a player other than the quarterback throwing the ball. And, you know, I think there's, a, you know, certainly an awareness on that, um, that all good teams talk about it and are aware of it. And, um you know, you probably haven't seen the play before because they, you know, the other team hasn't shown it. But, you know, knowing the player's skills, you certainly want to respect the um, the ability of that player to, you know, throw the ball and either on a fake or across the field and change the, you know, the direction of the return. So, yeah, that's we we definitely talk about that, and you know, it's it's not at the top of the list of preparation, but it's it's an alert that, you know, you want to. But just want to make sure that you're aware of. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It looks like the final question will be Phil Perry. Go ahead, Phil. Thanks, Stacey. Hey, Phil, I just wanted to, to follow up on something that you mentioned about um, Hopkins when you were describing his style, which I found interesting. Which is it, I guess from your perspective, it sort of looks like he has some freedom in, in how he's able to run his routes. Is that something that you, you see often from receivers? Um, is it just that he has multiple options, you think, or if he can sort of just change what he's doing on the fly and how difficult or, or how impressive, I guess, is it maybe from the quarterbacking standpoint part of that, that he can kind of change with Hopkins and, and make, you know, productive plays in those situations. Right. Um, well, Phil, I, look, I'm, I don't mean to say that, you know, 
receivers just go out and run whatever route they feel like, you know, like it's a Thanksgiving Day pickup game. Um, that That's not what I'm talking about. But if you, you know, isolate a receiver in a certain position and give them an option route of going inside or outside uh, or possibly deep if there's no deep field player, then you know, a good receiver will make a good decision on that and take advantage of the leverage and the space that's available and, you know, and, and get open. And, you know, the quarterback's looking at that player, um, you know, if he's not double covered or if he's not, you know, out leveraged on both sides, then, you know, he can read that player for the option route and, you know, and, and try to get it to him. So that's, you know that that's kind of how that would work you know a lot of times hopkins is on the backside of a of a three by one formation so again if there's only one defender back there then you know they would have the ability whether it's given hopkins the option or whether it's the quarterback signaling um a route to him you know an outside route against inside leverage or an inside route against you know head up leverage or you know, a deep route against press or whatever it happens to be. Uh, again, that's, you know, relatively easy. It's probably every team in the league does that to some degree. So uh, I don't, you know, again, I don't mean to say here that we've, you know, revolutionized the game of football. Um, but, you know, when you have a player like that, you want to take advantage of those kind of situations. I think those are the kind of things that you have in your in your arsenal. And... So whether it be option routes or whether it be, you know, routes that are, let's call it flexible, um, based on, on the coverage look. And then, you know, you have a quarterback like Murray, who's, you know, every play is not a, a drop back pass where he stands in the pocket. There's, you know, several plays in every game where he's going to extend the play and then the receiver's at that point break off their routes and either follow some kind of scramble rule or they improvise their routes based on, you know, where the defense is displaced um, on the the extension of the play. And, you know, the quarterback finds a certain progression on the scramble and, you know, finds the open guy. I'm sure a lot of times he looks towards um, Hopkins because, you know, he's got a great feel and savvy for getting open as does Fitzgerald. Um, and you know, those are guys that, you know, you want to throw the ball to They're big targets. They catch it. They, they can get themselves open and you put the ball anywhere around them. They're going to come up to come down with it. Now, you know, Kirk does that too. I mean, they all do it. It's, I mean, this is not like, you know, they go through many games where Murray doesn't scramble. So that's, that's a part of their offense when the, like it is, I mean, I think every team does that, even if you don't have a, a quarterback who's going to scramble a lot. But at some point, it's going to come up. The play's going to get extended. And, you know, you want you want the receivers to disperse into areas that give the quarterback options and possibly create space for him to run as well. So, um, again, I don't think we're talking about anything here that's that – you know, sensational. Um, it's just good, sound, fundamental passing game football that is well executed and combines with some scramble situations as well. And I bet I'd say Hopkins does a good job on the when those situations come up. He does a good job with them, and 
and Murray, you know, recognize them as well. They're they are on the same page. They, you know, they get to that space and and he hits them. Thanks, everyone. Okay, thank you.